Can I roll for brunch? No, this book belongs in the library. It was some very awkward roleplay. Ladies, cheers! All right, welcome to another episode of Wizards and Wine. Guys, the whole band is back together. Woo-hoo! All right, Yay. cheers to that, really. That's wonderful. Yes. By the way, it looks like the Canadian border is open towards the end of June. Really? <laughs> yeah, so we may be back together in time for us to celebrate our one-year anniversary of Wizards and Wine. Oh, with masks and plexiglass surrounding us. Right? <laughs> right? Ladies? Who wants to yep. uh, recap uh, briefly what happened in the Feywild? Why you make us do this? Huh? Kerga Why you make us do this? There's drinking involved. There was a lot of drinking. Yep. And I and the stable boy liked me. I know. Ooh, you and Hagen. Blush. Whoa. Care went all big daddy on on yeah on you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually really cute. I enjoyed that. You guys learned a lot about uh, Pete and the Bros of Fate. Yep. Do you want me to read out my notes? Yeah, that would be great. Okay, so, I mean, these are kind of point form, but the concert was ending uh, backstage. DJ Hung? Yep. Was there a DJ Hung? Yep. And a group of drow groupies? Mm-hmm. Sound right? Mm-hmm. After the show, we are supposed to be trying to figure out what this has to do with Night's Defiance. Uh, Seder sits down with Sandra, asks if we really don't know about Darjan, Amber, and the Bros of Destiny, and Kriella. Darjan and Pete need in... Or met. So this is going back when Darjan and Pete met uh, in a small village in Barovia. They worked together and defeated the Devil Strahd. Um, after that, Darjan didn't see the change that she expected to see. She's never been the same since. Pete has been Darjan's connection. The Drow groupies start telling stories of how they know it really to happen. So they kept like contradicting it. Yep. And Hagen, the stable boy, said that the bros are like his buds. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They must have been really yep. offended that they weren't his bros. Right? <laughs> of destiny. The bros of destiny? Yeah. It's a twist on the sisters of fate or the ladies of fate or whatever the hell they are. Um, okay, and um, Smegbrum uh, was working on the cage that Pete keeps this mysterious book locked in and tied to his hip and the book got stolen by a sprite. Everyone decided to take the... Uh, Sprite back to the headquarters to question why she wanted the book under protest. Here's protest specifically. Turns out the very last thing that we heard was uh, the Sprite finally confessed after Darshan went full medieval on her ass and put all of that yellow liquid into her body, which made her skin start to smoke. We learned that uh, she'd been working for a lich. Yeah, so we're all still in the room in our getups. Mm-hmm. Yes, because w- we would not let you change care. Yeah. Nope. You're sticking like that forever. (laughs) Okay, so you guys are all in the room beside the the questioning room, right? You see all of this happen. You hear her make her declaration that it was a lich. Pete and Darjan immediately have an intense conversation. And as that's happening, you hear a loud knocking. And all of a sudden, the Quicksilver screen goes from the rippling Quicksilver to solid. And you see Zandra... A very familiar elf man manifests himself onto the screen. Okay. Darjan catches this out of the corner of her eye, and her temper was already at, like, an eight. 
all of a sudden it's cranked up to like a 12 and she's like excuse you but who do you think you are connecting yourself into my headquarters and he says oh Darjin you didn't think that we wouldn't know that you took someone from the Feywild festival which you know is strictly forbidden Darjin replies and, and fills him in on the information and saying that you know the this uh Sprite had stolen and she just confessed to working for a lich um, and this is also against the rules of the Feywild Festival because it's supposed to be a place where uh, you know like it's good vibes only kind of situation they are having a very intense discussion back and forth talking about rules and regulations and you know proper procedures and all of this kind of stuff Care can you roll perception for me please Fifteen total. Okay, so as um, the elf who is on the screen, and I'll describe him in a second, um, is talking, uh, he moves his head every once in a while, and as he moves his head, care you catch a familiar face, body shape, even in a painting that's hung on the wall behind him. <laughs> Uh, it is a painting of you, Care, uh, that was done at the festival, except it seems to be a reinterpretation. You don't quite remember this specific pose. It's Burt Reynolds on the bearskin rug kind of pose. <laughs> Already. 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 <laughs> it's like it hasn't even been like a full night yet. Yeah, I know. They're quick in the Feywild, right? It's magic. Come on, it's magic. <laughs> You know, I don't know how you feel about that. What do you think? What are your thoughts? His jaw just drops. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he'd even, like, blush and, like, turn away. Oh, yeah. And try to, like, you know, bring back his stoic face. Sure. <laughs> like, and so he kept... I'd keep turning, like, over my shoulders, like, is that really? <laughs> and then be looking at everyone and just, like, did they notice? <laughs> right. Xandra uh, and Meg, do you guys want to give me a perception to see if you've caught the painting? Oh, yeah, please. Certainly will. Oh, yeah, I sure did. I rolled an 18 plus one, so 19. Okay. And I'm like, ah! (laughs) 15. Yeah, you both catch a glimpse of it. Of it? And we giggle? (laughs) It. (laughs) What? Oh, no. The mustache, I think she's talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so as this very serious conversation is happening, you guys are all distracted by uh, this uh, erotic painting of care in the background. (laughs) And uh, And so care is like a father figure to me. So I'm super like, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) No. He's torn between like leaving and like staying to see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Care tries to move, Xander grabs him by the by the back of the neck and pulls him back. Absolutely. He's got that that lion's mane scarf thing still on that's silver and <laughs> Keep talking, I forgot I needed dice. Keep talking. Sorry, are you forcing him to watch? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes I am. <laughs> Kinda hangs his head in shame. He's like, I don't remember doing that one. (laughs) As this conversation with Darjan is uh, continuing, Bozki leaves the room and goes into the hallway, chats with Pete for a second. You guys can hear kind of hushed whispers. 
that kind of situation, right? And uh, as this is happening, Zandra, um, somehow it's, it, it appears that the high elf is able to see both sides of the screen at once. Must be like a picture-in-picture picture kind of situation. And he he sees you, and he immediately... It's very subtle. But he immediately does like a, a double take, because I don't think that he was expecting to ever see you again. But there he is with his long white hair, his pale skin, his ice blue eyes. You know, his demeanor and everything has, has changed a little bit from when you guys met at the festival. He was obviously very much more casual at mm -hmm. the festival than he is now. Um, and through everything that's happening in this discussion with Darjan, you learn that he's actually a member of the Seelie Court. The Seelie Court is like the government of the... Uh, the Feywild, yeah. Character. Okay. They had a wild night. Yes, they did. Yes, we had a... After I threw a dart in his ass. It was some very awkward role play. <laughs> <laughs> To say you missed a lot is an understatement, darling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, the uh, Nyx agrees, actually, in, in this situation uh, with the information that uh, the Knight's Defiance has learned that perhaps you may have been justified in your suspicions and taking the sprite from the Feywild. But he does tell Darshan that she ex should expect to be summoned along with everyone who is at the uh, Feywild festival at a later date. And Darshan simply replies with, I do not get summoned. I make an appearance and I will do it in my own time with my people. And the screen goes back to you the rippling. Darjan very, very angry and she turns to Pete and she's like why the fuck was the book out of what you always carry it in anyway? So he kind of stammers a little bit and explains that it was uh, you know, Smegbrum's idea he, you know, inspiration happened and he wanted to fix the lock and make the lock better um, but you know Smegbrum, he's really smart but only when it's time to be, for him to be smart and he left the book unattended at the table and that's when it was stolen. There's a, a brief discussion between him and Darjan about what exactly the book is, because Darjan's not even really sure at this point. He kind of shuts down the conversation very quickly, and Socrates is there as well. He is also getting very defensive over this book and what is in it and all of that kind of stuff. So you hear uh, this very small, very tearful voice in the room, it's the sprite, and uh, she's like, I just want to go home. Can I go home now? And Darshan says, no, you're, we're going to have to stay with us for a little while until we can figure out what's going on with uh, this lich that you spoke about, where it's a little bit more information we're going to need. And you learn that her name is Furnice Glimmerwind. It's a good name. Furnice, like spelled furnace? Yep. I like that name, Glimmerwind. Furnice is you know, taken out of the chair that she had been tied down to. It takes a while, as you would expect, and you guys have experienced being tied down to these chairs and you've experienced being untied from them, and it takes a while. Um, but when she's finally free, she had herself, I don't know what the spell is called, giantified? <laughs> Big. So she goes back to her small sprite body. Bosky takes her uh, and puts her in a room instead of being locked in a cell. So as all of this is happening, you guys are all going to make your way 
back up into the common room. You meet up with Elizabeth again. I mean, it's up to you guys to describe what if you guys want to explain that. But before you guys do that, I want to get to Hada. So all of this time, Hada has been in one of those teenage comas. <laughs> the ones where they can hey, sleep. You go through? Yeah. And I mean, they, they can sleep through literally anything. So uh, she go, she's in one of those deep super sleeps. Hada, you've been dreaming of this really strange room. It's, okay. yep, it's tw- about 20 feet across, about 40 feet long, and there are three pillars that line the center of this room. And there are two gargoyle statues. There's one between the first and second pillar, and then there's a second statue between the second and third pillar. So it goes pillar, gargoyle, pillar, gargoyle, pillar, right? You kind of hear over your shoulder this voice that says, you must not give him the book. And then there's the second voice that comes from over your other shoulder that says, we will protect the book. And then there's a third voice that says, only we can protect the book. And in your dream, like you can move around the room and stuff, but you don't seem to be able to look over your shoulder and look back at these voices. (laughs) You kind of walk through the room and as you get to the other end of the room from where you had started, you see a man, he has his back to you. And when he turns, you see he has one purple glowing eye and one red glowing eye. And that's when you're going to snap awake. Duh. That was, that was a cool dream. <laughs> it's like, I snap awake? Mm-hmm. Is there anyone around me? You're in your room. Ah. Do you want to go looking for everybody? I think so, because I feel like I just had a lucid dream. Since I'm, like, I'm seeing it, and those are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt real. The gargoyles had moss on them. It's, it felt real. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go tell some people about it. I'm, par- I'm probably going to start thinking about the book. Yeah, I think I'm going to go try and find... Yeah, I'll go find the other people. Okay. All right. So you get up out of your room, and you go down the hallway which is very familiar to you at this point and as you come down the hallway you realize that you've slept through the entire night in fact they're just starting to take down breakfast and bring out lunch like it's that late I guess it's not super late for a teenager but unusual because you you kind of remember going to bed really early so you've probably slept quite a while yeah everybody is there wearing some questionable clothing choices (laughs) laundry day is it laundry day I'm still in my normal clothes too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I was with I was with Carl. Yeah. Yes. So you guys had a wild morning, night. You could All say the above. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're tired. Uh, yeah. We're in the Feywild, you know, as as you do. As one does. As one does. Is is and it? I'm as like one wiping does? sleep from my. I'm like. Well, I guess, it's, is it morning? No, it's lunch. It's lunch. It's close to lunch now. Yeah. So we've I'm been just, up for yeah. a while, although time's a while different in the yeah, day. Yeah, I'm like rubbing my eyes. I'm like, you missed a lot. Not gonna lie. A lot. Kara <laughs> is scooting, like, shifting to his room. I don't know, I think Kara has things to say. Kara, you're so like, slowly. Pants, aren't you? Or your buttless hmm. pants, aren't you? 
like, so I'm just gonna be like, like, I don't know what you're talking about. He, you like, he's actually like doing the dog thing, like trying to see what you're talking about. But so I'm gonna go change, and he stops off yeah. in his room. <laughs> feel like are you guys because you guys are gonna eat lunch in your assless chaps, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Why do people keep bringing that up? I go to my room and I change, take off the pants, I look them over. They're normal. They're normal to they you. They look like yeah. regular pants. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. And like, I even like, once I'm in my regular clothes and bring them out, and like, what are you guys talking about? They're just pants. And I stomp back into my room. And... <laughs> <laughs> I um, like my outfit. I'm going to remain in it for a while. Yeah, I'm not changing the mind. I like it. I get yeah. an extra set of ears hanging from my belt. Sure. I'm going to share with everyone else a dream about the three pillars, the two gargoyles. And how they kept gorgeous. talking about this book, this book. And I'm like, I mean, I don't read that much, but now I really want to. I feel like this one's is going to be a page turner. A book seems odd. Is Pete there? No, Pete's still downstairs. Does, did they, they describe the book at all? No, they just said that the, you don't give it up and that only we can protect it. Oh, hmm. and there was a guy with weird eyes. Red eyes, purple eyes. I assume. Double eyes, kind of? Like, like, like a husky? Like a fantasy husky. A fantasy husky. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, versus fantasy husky. <laughs> I don't think so I'm it's something see. we have to protect then. Yeah, but I think I'm going to be more talking about this in passing as it's a dream. I mean, I'm I'm excited about it, but I'm also getting pancakes. But lunch pancakes. <laughs> hey, grab me some of those too while you're at it. Is it brunch? So, it's like brunch lunch. Brunch. brunch. Is it brunch? All the time. Brunch. Yeah. Can I roll for brunch? Yes, please. Roll for brunch. Are there mimosas? You know 17. what? That's a solid brunch. Yeah, that's a solid brunch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Janet, I don't want alcohol you still, ever again. Well, no, you still have the ring of imbibing, <laughs> so you're good. Yeah. Oh, you're good. I forgot we had that. You haven't given that back right. to me yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want it back? I do. But <laughs> you can try. Like can now? And I'm like, oh, fine. And I take it off and I get no, it back right to you. Now. Okay, then I keep no. it. Go, 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 go try a few more, al- more see what alcohols? you like for alcoholic drinks. As soon as yeah, you cool. took it okay. off of your finger, light. Meg, as soon as you took it off of your finger, you were immediately intoxicated. You put it back and on I'm your like, finger. <laughs> <laughs> you put it back on your finger and you were like immediately sobered up again. Okay, I'm gonna keep that on for a little while. Yeah. I ca- like, yeah, I caught yeah, the eyebrow know. at that. But there's like vomit <laughs> under the ring, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crusty. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm gonna go change out of these clothes because I realized there's like dribbles and <laughs> absence and puke. Actually, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. The night we had, I BRB. So, so Meg runs off to change. The three who went to the Feywild, do you guys want to go and have a, a long rest? Yeah, I need a nap. Probably, otherwise we'll get exhaustion. Right? Like in real life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like actually, yeah. Okay, long rest, yes. I don't think I was down any hit points. Yeah, I don't think anybody was. No. Abilities, spells. No, I still had all my stuff. But... Yeah, I think everybody's still pretty solid, but you are tired. It has yeah, been it's a, long rest. a long night of drinking and partying just... and... Yeah, I don't. I didn't use anything, so I'll probably just have like a nap, okay. not full eight hours, but like four hours. Will that sober me up? You were pretty fucking wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so you I have were, hangovers. Yeah, we care. So yeah. I drink a lot too. Yeah, she. Yeah. I mean, Cynthia had a one night stand. So true. <laughs> I'm gonna go have a shower and then get in bed. Good call. Wash that nicks right off, yeah. 
I pack away the clothing into like a box. But before I go, Ren, um, Renee's telling us about her dream, about mm. the book, and knowing this little sprite chick wanted the book, I wanted a book, his book. I tell um, Zan, Zandra, Xander. Xander tells, uh, I forget characters' names. So do I. Describe. Heyda. Xander tells Heyda oh. that she may want to go tell, what's his face? Pete. Pete? I say Pete. About her dream. Talk to Pete. Yeah. Go Pete, talk Pete. to Pete. Pete who? Okay. Pete. Is a dragonborn um, with the bronze filigree? Yeah, he has the, the black dragonborn with the bronze tattoo that you guys had always kind of Not seen tattoo. but never really spoken to. He was the one that took everybody to the Feywild for the big party. Yeah. Match dragon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go tell him about your dream. Uh, I'm going to have a shower and have a nap right after. Yes. And Cynthia, yes, don't forget your new little creature came with you as well. Oh, it did? Yeah, he's still with Does you. Does it have a name? No, you can name it. I can't remember oh, what it color it was. Do you lady. remember what color it was? You just said it was furry. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go ahead you and paint. Color. You can color in those lines if you want. I shall do that. And it's, it's a dragon? Yeah, he's a uh, baby dragon. A baby dragon. Yeah. A furry baby dragon. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I bring who, who, by the way, can communicate um, with everybody within a 20-foot radius, um, but only in pictures. And because he's so young, the pictures aren't always very clear. Like if like he's Camilla. trying, yeah. Like if he's trying to say there's a cat over there, it would, might show up as like a dog with cat ears. That's cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. um, he's know, a toddler. It, in order to roleplay this, I'm going to do some Pictionary drawing, and I will show you the pictures, and you guys get to try to figure out what the hell this thing is talking about. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Hilarious. Look forward to it. Okay. Because you, I mean, this dragon kind of found you at the at the festival, right? Yeah. I think it'll be more interesting if we don't know exactly what the dragon is until he starts to lose his feathers. Or fur, fur. I suppose, not feathers. Okay, so, so he's got like Pete's fuzz. Yeah, that kind of thing. Aww. Mm. Right now he's just got orange peach fuzz. Hada and Elizabeth, you guys have seen <laughs> your three compatriots come home in questionable attire, um, reeking of booze and in some cases vomit. Listen. <laughs> Not care. You right? j- can judge. Booze, yes. Yeah. Meg even looks a little worse for wear. I mean, she fell like headfirst off of the main stage yeah. after playing her recorder. So, you know, she probably has a little rough. Maybe like it looks like there's like an extra horn starting to come through on her head. I don't know, but my pupils like one is like tiny and like a pin, <laughs> and the other one's like giant. Yeah. <laughs> but fair to say, uh, there something has happened in the Feywild, and <laughs> you guys are a little bit confused about exactly what it possibly could have been. As you're, the two of you are discussing the questionable outfits of your compatriots, I mean, think 90s rave gear is kind of what they're all dressed in, right? That's exactly where I thought. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Meg had these giant um, angel wings on her. As you guys are discussing this, uh, Pete comes into the common room, and uh, he spies you guys, and he comes over and has a seat. And he says, friends, I must apologize. It seems that my summoning 
didn't reach the two of you. And I apologize for that. I'm not sure what happened there, um, but for some reason your tattoos didn't respond the same as the others. Perhaps we should get to have them re-tattooed, maybe? Yes, perhaps next time we'll be invited to the good parties then. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he kind of chuckles at that. As you're having this discussion with Pete and he's, you know, kind of filling you in, talking about his rock band and his friend named Bob, who's an emo unicorn who has, you know, these piercings that go up his unicorn horn and instead of all of the rainbows that are and colors through his mane, it's just different shades of gray and black and um, he describes uh, Socrates and his incredible vocal power prowess and uh, the way that he can command a crowd and you know he's uh, kind of really having a great time finally openly talking about um, his side project I guess uh, with you guys you see someone come down the stairs and you know you recognize him as the Aarakocra librarian and it's very unusual to see him out of the library. In fact, the, the time that you guys have spent at the headquarters, the only time you've ever seen him has been the brief moments when you guys were actually in the library. But he comes down and he walks over to Pete and he says, okay, Pete, I have direction from Darjan. I have to take the book and I have to lock it in the library. It seems that there's no other choice at this point. And it's actually uh, this moment when Socrates comes flying into the room and, and Socrates you know, obviously heard this and he's, he's quite upset about this. Pete hands the book, but he goes storming off um, looking for Darjan. You get the sense that there is definitely some trouble in paradise when it comes to I want to, I want to roll perception and see if I can see what the book is. Yeah, please do. 23. I like to know. 23. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Heda, you're associating book with book, right? Dream with what you're seeing being handed over in front of your eyes. As Pete hands the book to the Aarakocra, he takes the book and he kind of flips open the cover. And the things that you're able to recognize about the book is that it's a very worn leather cover. Um, this book is obviously used a lot. And as he's flipping through it, it almost looks like it's just music notes that are written inside the book. And every few pages, it looks like there's um, some scratches, like some words, but I mean, it's really poor handwriting, so you're not quite able to tell exactly what it says. It's like a fantasy mixtape, mix like a mixed scroll. Yeah. Mixed book. I'm gonna ask Pete if those are his songs. And Pete kind of, I don't wanna say he's embarrassed about it, but the book isn't something that Pete talks about very often. And he says, you know, the book is, uh, it's really important to me. You know, I, I get inspiration the same way that Smegbrum gets inspiration, except when I get mine, it is, it's, it's music that I hear and I have to play it on my guitar. And at that point he, you know, swings the double-headed ax around and he just kind of starts strumming on the, on the guitar. He's not electrifying it, so it's not amplified like an electric guitar. It sounds like an acoustic guitar right now. He just starts kind of absently strumming. He says, you know, I, I write the notes and Socrates writes the words and when we play the songs they seem to have impact on the people who are listening I'm not really sure what the magic is or 
why it takes me and Socrates to make this, whatever this is, happen. Um, but I'm certainly having a lot of fun with it. You know, there's some really personal stuff in that journal as well. I'm, I'm a little bit upset that it's not going to be with me at all times anymore. I don't like that it's being taken away from me right now. And to be honest, I think I need to get away from Knight's Defiance for a while. He says there's just too much happening, uh, you know, with everything that's happening with, with Darshan, and I just don't feel right about her having the book taken away from me, and um, I just don't think that this is a good place for, for me to be right now. So I think I'm going to take Socrates, and we're going to call Bob, and I think we're just going to go. But for a while. So what kind of things happen when you play music? Some of, sometimes the songs come true uh, in very strange ways. So like, is it like, I wake up in the morning and I have some breakfast? Because that's like, <laughs> or, like, what are we talking about here? He, he kind of <laughs> chuckles. <laughs> and he, he kind of chuckles and he's like, well, that's very much simplified but that is sort of uh the deal it's not so much about people's breakfast as it is about a journey that somebody is on or a destination that somebody is headed towards or um uh, it could be a song about somebody who needs help and we find those people who need help so we're not so there we're right you None guys aren't are there? there no no yeah we're not okay. there so why stop I questions <laughs> Why, 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 why stop making music then? Oh, I'm not going to stop making music, but Darjan is someone who's very important to me. When you see somebody who is very important to you doing things that you don't agree with, sometimes you need a little bit of separation to get a better idea of what the picture actually is without getting too far into personal lives. I think that it may be time for me to step away and see if I can get a better look at this picture. My book doesn't seem to be giving me any answers right now, and I'm not quite sure why that is. Can I hold on to the book? The Aarakocra, like, grabs a hold of the book and clutches it, and he's like, no, this book belongs in the library. It will be in the locked sections. It will be very safe. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. Uh, did. Right. So Pete says uh, a little wistfully, he's like, look, I, I really want wanted to say goodbye to the rest of your friends. They did truly enjoy themselves in the Feywild. And uh, we hope to do the Feywild Festival again sometime. And I will make sure that I personally come to get both of you, Elizabeth and Ada, the next time we play. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that you missed it. But... Tell them I said goodbye for now. Will do. <clears throat> Wonderful. And he turns to Elizabeth and he says, take very good care of Carl, because Carl is going to take very, very good care of you. I will. And with that, he turns. He summons a portal. You can see through the portal... And it looks like it's this wonderful, beautiful, tropical island. Him and Socrates step through the portal, and the portal closes behind them. Who has the book right now? The Aarakocra, the librarian. Okay. I think I want a caper. 
You want to try to take it? Caper? Sneak? You want to sneak? Who's sneaky? Who's sneaky? It's only you and Elizabeth right now. Yeah, Elizabeth, aren't you like a... (laughs) She's very very stealthy. Yeah. Stealthy? Stealthy. (laughs) Too much sun, guys. Sun and wine, not a good combo for Janet. Oh, my God. It's not a good combo for anybody, girl. Believe me. No. No. You do have AC? And when I get up early in the morning, I turn it... I turn it up. I'm proficient in stealth. Uh Uh-huh. I wonder if that would work, that I could try and sneak in and steal it. Yeah, we need that book. I might not know what the notes mean, but the words... What if we sing this stuff? It might might depend on how good we sing, right? We're just like, do, 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 do. It's going to be like glee all up in here, guys. It's just going to be like... Oh, man. You don't want that. (laughs) I never knew I could sing this well. Oh, right? Yeah. Hilarious. Well, in my dreams. Kara's having the strangest dream. He's a model. <laughs> Just like yes. The- yes, darling. Hold that pose. Your traps exactly. look amazing. You guys are all like the, the support, uh, the staff. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, what he's dreaming of right that's now. great. Okay, do a stealth check for me, Elizabeth. Okay, tell me what you're trying to do exactly. I cast uh, Guidance. Okay. Whatever she's Elizabeth is trying to do, so she can roll D four to improve her rolls. Yes. I try and find a way for him to let go of the book. So at this right? point, yeah, and he's turned. He's on the move, like heading back up the stairs, back towards the library. You could stealthfully follow him. I want to try and find a substitute book. I see her going off. Yep. I want to see if I can find a substitute book that looks similar-ish okay. to the book that he's ca- that the Aarakocca's carrying. Okay. Was, uh, is there a library really close by? Or? Well, he's heading to the library. I'll, I'll follow a bit further back, but not necessarily stealthy. Yeah. I'll just walk. I mean, you could you could even just follow him and just be a chatty Kathy the whole time. I don't think that he would mind the company, to be honest. Yeah, actually, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Just be a chatty Kathy. Yeah, I mean, like, I love books. Art books, great. <laughs> He's like, very con- the wisdom of many generations is between the covers of books. I like the ones with pictures, too. <laughs> um, we have magnificent art books if you would like to see some. Oh, I'd love to. So, uh, walking to the library. Mm-hmm. So, you get into the library, and you're keeping him distracted, which Aaron is <laughs> going to give you advantage on sneaky stuff that you're trying to do. So yeah, I'm just trying to find a way to, no, yeah, I got to find a book similar to the one look and everything. Sure. In the library, there are a couple of different cages that are, that are locked down and they have along the, the, the spine of them, um, names of the higher ranking members of the Knights Defiance. Most of them you've met, some of them you haven't. Um, a lot of the really, um, big spell books are lo- under lock and key uh, to make sure that it doesn't that kind of stuff doesn't fall into inexperienced hands things like that but you find a section that um, just says journal on it and you go down that aisle and you do manage to find a book that is along the uh, the same lines I would like you to roll for perception uh, investigation actually 11 <laughs> Okay, so you find a book that is also uh, the same kind of brown leather 
that the book cover seems to be made of. Um, the book might be a little bit thinner than the journal that he took from Pete, um, but you think it's probably going to be good enough. Uh, to get past the Aarakocra. I mean, you're, you're just trying to scam him or, like, take the book away, right? Yeah. That's really all that you're trying to do. So it, uh, it might be good enough. What you want to do? I'm next to him. Yeah. So what, and I know that Elizabeth's there. I want to try and bump him in a way and, and kind of, like, flail wildly in a way that the book <laughs> will get knocked <laughs> Out of my, out of his hands, and towards Elizabeth. Maybe uh, you purposely knock over a stack of books. Yes. Something along those and he, lines. Like, and he goes to catch the books. Right. And maybe he he puts the journal oh. down, kind of beside him. Or he gathers up the other books, and the two of you kind of work on putting them together. Nice. Sneak it through. Okay. Switch the mm-hmm. page, and then go out behind okay. where they're still kind of stacking them. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll grab the book that I know is not the right one. Okay. And I'll hand it to him like, oh, here you go. Here's the... You know what? Book. Don't forget your book. You guys have managed to do it. Yay! So... Yay. <laughs> so, um, Renee, you are, I guess, Elizabeth at this point, um, you know, kind of has, has the book in her hands, maybe stuffs it up her shirt so she doesn't get kind of caught. And he hasn't even noticed that she's in the library, so uh, she sneaks away. And Renee, how do you want to excuse yourself from the library? Or do you want to? Do you want to stay and hang out with the Aarakocra and look at art books? He's really into the idea. I'll pick one that he recommends and I'll go. Okay. And he says, let me know when you're ready to get into uh, some of the the art from the Feywild. That is some truly inspirational stuff. And you have care in there? <laughs> what, so wait, <laughs> too soon. What kind of art book did he give me? Pardon? What kind of art book did he give me? I want backstory. Yeah, it's like... Um, it's a history of the study of oh. the human form. But it's actually birds. Huh? Huh? Yeah, it's actually Aarakocras. So it starts with like line drawings, like stick figures with wings attached. And then it develops into, there's like a, a whole series on just feather drawings. And then there's an entire chapter on um, different beak formations. Uh, and as you get to and the butt formations, butt formations, as you get towards the back of them, you do actually see them working on tail feathers because aerodynamics for an aerococra are a big deal, a big deal, right? You actually do really see some beautiful paintings that have been like photographed somehow for this book, like the Vesuvian bird and all yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you leave the library, you meet up with Elizabeth in the hallway. What are you guys going to do now? Giggle. Like a schoolgirl, and then we'll run back to one of our rooms. Okay. To check out the book. Okay. Heist well done. High fives. Yay! Yay! Okay, whose room are you going to? Give me all the details. Talk me through it. I ask Elizabeth, do you know how to read music notes? Does your character know how to read musical notes? Do we need to have a proficiency for that? I don't know if there is a proficiency. Does anybody have comprehend languages? The spell? Yeah. Uh, No, of course. I have nothing that's useful ever. Hellish rebuke. (laughs) Hellish rebuke. (laughs) If you want to destroy the book, then yes. I have tongues. 
the spell grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. Ooh. This is a red thing, though. If you were at the concert, mm. you might have been able to cast something along those lines and understand what was actually happening at the concert. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose it's written using, like, English characters, right? <laughs> Common characters. No, it's like musical staffs with the notes, and, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Socrates' uh, lyrics are there. It's a first-level divination ritual. But we need a wizard who has that. Have I noticed anyone else in the group playing music before? I mean, Meg has her recorder and her pan have, flute. And I'm really good at it. <laughs> it wasn't there for that. Meg. We'll yeah, Meg, you're in the caper. Yep. Okay. Ocean's I'm three. Can you wake me up? Ocean's three. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you will wake me up. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> and Meg, I would imagine you are excited to see Hayda and Elizabeth, and excited to fill them in on all of the shenanigans that you guys have just been through, right? Yeah. So I let them know. Well, they'd seen me already because remember I was covered in puke. Right. Yes. So I've cleaned up now. I'm in yep. like a better outfit. And I burst in the room and say, hey, what's up? Do you want to read a book? Yes, please. What kind of book is that? First level sorcerer spell. So what does the book look like? Have we discussed this? Okay, is it leather bound? Black leather bound book. No, no, like definitive markings from what I can tell. I was told. Okay, so yeah, I take a look at it. This is interesting. So it's lyrics, is it? Or is it There's what? There are music notes in it, and uh, there's also some scratching um, that are lyrics. But I mean, it's going to okay. take some time because it's written so poorly. It would take you a little yeah. bit of time too. I mean, it's in common, but it's such messy writing. I mean, it's so crates with a beak and a pen. I mean, it's bad writing. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use his beak as the pen. Yeah, this right, is what I'm right, imagining. Right, right, right. Yeah. With like ink. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So I'm kind of like squinting at it. I'm like, where did you get this book? What is this? Because I don't know. Do I? No. We we, we got did it from the library. Did you take it from the library? That's how libraries. It? That's how libraries work. <laughs> Okay, so you signed it out. So what? Uh, what? Uh, uh, Meg, what are you doing? Actually, with it? roll it for like... roll for um, perception. Should I roll for deception? You're going to in deception. a minute. Yeah. Um, twelve. Okay. Uh, the book looks a little familiar. You can't quite place it because of your drunken haze that you are in. I'm still drunken. During. Well, no, I still have the the ring. Right, but when this uh, shenanigans first kicked off, you were still quite intoxicated. You didn't have the ring of imbibing quite yet. Uh, okay. So I mean, and you you do recognize the book, but you just can't quite place it. Okay. Yeah, and I kind of turn it over. I'm like, this kind of looks familiar. I don't. I mean, I've seen a lot of books in my time, but. <laughs> flip through it I'm like so you said you got it at the library here it looks like chicken scratch who wrote this author yeah, author unknown oh that would make sense there we go with his beak <laughs> I hope so <laughs> I don't know what that means I don't either like his, his toe or other parts um, so sorry can I make it I can make out some of the words right like some of the musical notes just the, not mus- the musical notes are much easier because Pete writes those oh, okay yeah Okay. So, 
I maybe because I can kind of read like I, I have a pan flute in my tools so I've obviously used some sort of musical notes so maybe I'll start to hum some of it sure so yeah. I sort of I hum what I'm seeing there performance and I'm like, performance check please I, I, uh, just so we're clear not humming in real life here guys yeah right <laughs> so I rolled a 16 so what did you say performance was 17 uh, as you're humming the notes you start to recognize the music I mean you just heard it the night before at the concert oh okay at the oh okay this sounds familiar huh so I keep like I'm kind of going back to my memory and I keep humming what maybe I kind of start to hum what I heard at the concert mm-hmm. um and it's pretty groovy I'm like hey that's pretty cool music man and also, this is bringing back really bad... I feel really nauseous. It's bringing back really bad memories. <laughs> Such a weird headache. It's like dry heaving headache. into your harmonica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pan flute. Ew. Pan flute, sorry. That's so gross. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I get through a whole song, mm-hmm. and I keep flipping, and I'm like, this is cool, so this must be Pete. What, did he give you this book? You said you got it from the library. Yeah, <laughs> Going yeah, back yeah. to this, I'm like, but why? So he, where is he? Like, why do you have his book? Shouldn't he, he have his book? He left. What do you mean he, he went, left? He went through the portal. To where? It looked like an island. It's cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, did he say goodbye? Like, has he gone forever? Or did he just step out for a little bit? You know, he didn't really clarify. He didn't really, he just... Said, but he left his book. That seems so weird to me. It's true. <laughs> like I know. That's... I mean, I mean, dragons, right? I mean, I, who knows <laughs> what goes on? Dragons. I know. In their right? Uh, I would like both Elizabeth and Renee to roll for deception, please. <laughs> oh, 11. What was that, Aaron? 10. Oh, geez. so I'm like this. I'm like side eyeing. Definitely. Yeah. You know that so some- he really, he left you the book, guys. This is not adding up. Don't pull the wool over my eyes. I mean, you just Don't saw them literally torture a sprite over why she wanted this particular book. And he just gave it to these two? This seems really weird. Guys, stop pulling my legs. Okay, look. Okay, come on. Okay. I'm going to share the very emotional, very <laughs> true dream that I have had. Okay. And, and, and dreams mean things. So she doesn't believe us. No. I don't, can't say I blame her, but I'm sleeping still. My dragon's curled up. Yeah, it just doesn't add up, guys. My baby dragon doesn't add up. Put my bed. Oh, cute. So I I look over to you, Renee. I'm like, um, you think we should tell them what we did? Well, now you've told me that, so I'm like, yeah, you better. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell her about the, the dream. The three room, the room, the three pillars, the gargoyles, the, how vivid it was, how the about the voices telling me the book don't give 
don't give it away. Only we can protect it. And I felt okay. like I was the we. I was the, the one who could protect it. Okay. Okay. So did, like, did Pete leave it willingly? <laughs> she left it behind. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you thought you better protect it. All right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's just weird that he would leave, right? That he would leave with the book that he had all of his work in. I wonder if there was something in it that he just didn't want around him anymore. Do you think it was maybe like too powerful? You know, he's an artist, so like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They're moody that way. Yeah, right. I know, because I play the pan flute. I'm also an artist. I know, right? So you're moody. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> we play the recorder, too, really well. Then my next question is, what do we have to keep it safe from? Like, how powerful are the words and the music in this book? That's what I want to know. Do we need to keep it safe from other people in this in this building, like in every, I like think, anybody we encounter? I think it being in the ultra-secure area of the library, it's a little obvious, right? So if someone's going to steal it, they know to go. To, it's like, where's right a rob- where's the robber going to go? To the vault of the yeah. bank. So you don't keep the money there. So we should keep it out by the front door. Under my mattress. Right, exactly. Super safe. In a cereal box. <laughs> All right. Un- so unexpected. And also the fact that, you know, I feel like we should try and learn something from this. I feel like we're ready for this kind of knowledge. But the book holds? Shall yeah. we sing along? Shall we create our own band? <laughs> Is it time? Is it time? What was uh, Pete Black Dragon's <laughs> band's name? Rose of Destiny. So should we go wake up the other guys? Yeah. I think everyone needs to know this. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, not everybody, just, you know, well, our group. Yeah. 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 Also, I heard there's a baby dragon. Well, we're just going to have to go see it then, aren't we? Yep, let's go. Let's Let's go. go. Okay, so you leave Meg's room, and uh, you head down the hallway, and as you uh, head down the hallway, you hear uh, Bozki's voice coming from, you know, the the common area, and whose room are you going to go to? Xander has the dragon, but also Care. We have questions for Care. (laughs) I think I want to give Care a bit more time to change. <laughs> Me too, so, actually. That's yeah, so really we'll, a point. We'll he sleeps like nude. I am. Yeah, he sleeps nude. So if you wake him up, everybody's going to be surprised. Hey, that's not yeah, canon. No, no. Let's go see Sandra. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean that's not canon, honey? That is like the first thing we write in the book when we get to write our book is care sleeps naked. <laughs> I protest. <laughs> but with all that fat hair, is he really naked? Yeah, right? <laughs> Discussion. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.